Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to just go all in for Jesus? What would that mean for you? Now, don't worry about what someone else did. Don't worry about what someone else is going to do. Just knowing this is what the Lord has called you to do. And then just do it. Just go all in. What would that be like? Would you go to a foreign land? Would you teach others about the word? Would you go into full-time ministry? Would you become the caretaker of a church or the church grounds? Really? I mean, the possible ways are endless. The only requirement is you're doing it for the Lord. Amen? Our guest today has followed that path. Sean Paul owned his own construction company. He became successful in real estate, flipping houses. That was his living for life. But he gave it all up to become a full-time missionary, blending his faith and technical skills to impact Central America and around the world with the gospel. Amen. He believes you can follow the plan God has for your life when you walk firmly in your faith and the extraordinary will just follow. There's nothing a person cannot do if God's told you to do it. Amen. Amen. He's also a podcaster, a radio broadcaster, short-term missions leader. He's raising up and training pastors through a two-year Bible college program in partnership with Mark Barclay Ministries. Praise God. Sean has taken a break from all of that just to give us a few minutes of his time today. So help me welcome to the program the founder of Morningstar Missions, Sean Paul. Amen. Sean, it is so good to finally get get you to sit down for a minute and come on the program today. I do appreciate it. Well, Pastor Bob, it's great to be here, and that's probably one of the best introductions I've ever heard in my life. So, <laughs> Amen. Amen, no, brother. it's 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 really wonderful to be here. I love to just inspire people for Jesus. Yeah, Amen, Amen. The first question I always start with though is this: other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words who is Sean Paul? Well, Sean Paul is a, a guy that found Jesus in 1990, and you know, just slowly but surely just kind of keep on growing in that intimate relationship with God. Uh, I always try to encourage people, hey, it's not something you do overnight. You know, uh, maybe some people have done it, but it's a rare thing. So I've just passionately tried to follow the Lord. And when I really started kind of getting into that, learning to follow the plan and purpose and listen to the Holy Spirit was around 1993 when I opened my first construction company. And then just, you know, like you said, through real estate, uh, you know, being involved in real estate, trying to follow, follow the plan and purpose of God in my life. I always kind of knew that there was a, uh, a a ministerial call on my life. Never thought it would be missions. I can tell you that, uh, you know, our church in Radcliffe, Kentucky is very missional minded. My pastor is hardcore missions in the mission field. Um, you know, we take a lot of people to the mission field. I've been to the mission field, you know, but just kind of, yeah, I'm here to serve. I'm here to love Jesus. I'm here to help pass out boxes, whatever you want me to do. 
but never was interested in as in per se full-time missions. And then it was in 2007 at a Christmas party for our church. My pastor said, I'm going to Honduras. The spirit of God leaped in my heart and said, you need to go. I went in February of 2008. The mission director was sitting there just, you know, just talking about missions and the whole nine yards. And I just knew at that moment I was going to become a missionary in Honduras and, you know, it was a five-year process. You know, my wife and I come and went to the mission field. We supported missions. We were involved in missions in various aspects. My wife was definitely, uh, you know, coming and going to Costa Rica, Guatemala. 2013, we pulled the trigger full-time missions to Honduras, and we've been in the mission field for the last 10 years. So Amen. that's a brief synopsis of who Sean Paul is. Amen. Praise God. And and you're affiliated with Mark Barkley Ministries. I mean, Mark Barkley has a great ministry based up in Michigan. That's where I'm originally from. And I'm very familiar with this ministry. Yes. Great man of God. Great ministry. Yes, absolutely. Amen. Now, one thing I do want to make a correction because it's important for me to say this. We offered his uh, his Bible college service in Honduras and we we are not actively doing that now, so I just want to make okay. sure that that's understood. Uh, we did do the two two year program there in Copanrinas, and we did graduate some students uh, out of that program. So I just want to make sure that that was clear. But yes, Mark Barkley, he is kind of like our grandfather in the faith, so to speak. Amen. He is the uh, authoritative figure over uh, the ministry that I serve in. Again, Abundant Life Amen. Church in Radcliffe, Kentucky. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And you're originally from Iowa, I believe I read. And you yes, live we, in Guatemala. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a different scenery there. Oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know, people will say, where are you from? I always say Kentucky. I don't know. It just, look, if you're from Iowa and you're listening, I love y'all. But uh, I just kind of like to head south. Just I, you know, I headed south to Kentucky. And now I went south to Central America. I, I like yeah. warmer climate. So <laughs> Iowa doesn't get uh, too bad, does it? Well, not like, like you know Michigan or Canada, but you know I remember uh, we went back to Iowa to visit family, and I was pumping gas on I eighty and. And uh, the wind was cutting right through the coat that I had on. And I said, I know why God left this, this, uh, or this God forsaken state. And again, I know it's a blessed state. <laughs> I know that, you know, but I'm just saying, Amen. I knew why it was just, yeah. it was br brutal. It was very brutal. And the funny part is we're sitting here talking tomorrow. I'll be on a plane going to the States and I'll be in Iowa at, uh, at the end of February and March. So, Amen. you know, it's a little bit, maybe a little bit warmer, but still it'll be cold. And, but I'll be in Michigan in like two weeks. Oh, so glory to God. Amen. 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 Well, let's start with your background. You're, you were always interested in preaching and teaching the word or did that just kind of evolve over time? I, uh, I mean, you know, okay. So, I can remember, yes, you know, doing some teaching and stuff, but teaching really started developing um, in discipleship classes and things like that when, when you know, uh, probably about, let's just say, 20 years ago. But really, teaching really took off once I got to the mission field. Uh, you know, we got on radio. I, I was developing teaching messages and things like that. You know, I preached and teach in the churches in, in Honduras. But when it's, once it really got into on radio, um, that's when it kind of really took off. And then, uh, you know, producing content, then it got into podcasting and stuff like that. So uh, I'm definitely a teacher of heart. I mean, I just released 
a series called uh, Developing Intimacy with God. Uh, we have uh, ministerial partners around the world that I distribute content to. It's 123 pages. So, you know, I, I mean, when a, when a, when a preacher uh, writes 123 pages of notes, you know, that, that's kind of a sign you're a teacher. So anyway, that's, yeah. that's my heart. I love to teach. Yeah. I'm the same way. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I'll, I'll get an inspiration from the Lord, teach on a certain series, you know, and start into it. It might be, you know, 12 weeks just yeah. on my radio program, you know? Yeah, exactly. I could keep going, but the Lord's saying it's time to move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, especially, so, especially if the Lord puts it on your heart. I mean, you know, Oh yeah. Come up with the idea. It might be a two or three week thing, you know, but, but when the Lord yeah. says teach on this and you start doing a research and do the deep dive, like you're supposed yeah. to. Oh, Man, well, you know, it's, it's funny good. you say that because just this morning I was, uh, you know, because, you know, you write blogs, people expect it to come out on time in the whole nine yards. So, you know, I always, I usually write blogs based on the content that I'm producing out of podcasting and stuff like that. And so this morning I was looking at a, 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 an article that I was writing on holiness and it just wasn't right. It was, you know, I teach on that yucky feeling, that yucky feeling in your spirit, like, do not do that, you know? Yeah. And and so I obey and I was like, okay, God, what, what do you want me to write on? And so I kind of looked over some things and, and boom, it was like right there, people need to hear about peace. So like what you're saying is like, we get into this system and groove of like yeah. writing and we're like, okay, this is the, this is the system I follow, but then we got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I believe that someone's going to need that article next week. So that's, Amen. that's, I, I, I definitely want to follow yeah. the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The nice thing about doing it online and, you know, recordings and podcasts and all that, you can minister to someone two years down the road from something you oh, did absolutely. two years ago, you know, when they're like, oh, this looks interesting. And boom, there you go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I mean, it's definitely, you know, and, you know, I try to do Google SEO and I mean, I'm not perfect, yeah. uh, perfect on it, but you know, yeah. I mean, try to get that thing to rank up there. So when they are searching, it's like on page you know, one or two, you know, as far as in Google. Yep. Amen. Amen. Well, I know, you know, I believe that God has a unique calling for each and every person and he uses Absolutely. our experiences, our pains, our failures and our victories to form us into the person he needs us to be. And yeah. your calling started by going into business. God needed you to learn those principles so he could use you later. Right. So yes, how did God lead you to start your business and how did that evolve over time? Well, I mean, but one thing I do, I do want to say that what you just said is so true. 100%. A lot of times people will look at their lives and they, they feel like maybe they do have a ministerial call. And again, this, what I'm about to say has nothing to do with ministerial call. Not everybody's called into like a full-time ministry, but God used those businesses to form and shape me and who I am today. So when I got to the mission field, you know, I was prepared in many ways that, you know, a lot of people weren't prepared, meaning like culture shock, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, dealing with, the way people do things in culture that maybe you're like, whoa, wait a minute, we didn't do that in the States, you know, but, and you gotta, you gotta kind of like kind of dance around that culture. If that, if that makes sense. So back in 1993, I was just a young man in the Lord, three years in serving God, uh, got out to go to, to college. And then I just sensed that that wasn't right. I wanted to get in and start feeding my family. I mean, it wasn't that we were struggling, but I just wanted to, you know, be able to buy a better car, whatever it may be. So I got into the workplace and things like that. And, uh, 
you know, in college, I was a property manager for apartment complex and I was still a property manager at that time. So, you know, I, I was exposed to construction. I was exposed to, you know, painting and things like that. And, you know, I've always had that kind of that mechanical ability. So I just, I'll, I'll never forget. I called my dad and said, dad, I think I'm going to become a painter, you know? And my dad's like, son, why would you want to be a painter? I said, you know, I just noticed there's a lot of guys that just, you know, they're unprofessional, but they call themselves painters. And I think I could be a professional painter. And, you know, because I kind of understood the apartment complex industry, you know, I could go to apartment complexes and say, look, I'll paint your vacancies. So that's kind of how it all started. But, you know, the thing that I, I, I teach and train people about how to find the plan of purpose of God in your life is, you know, one, we got to chase after God. We got to be passionate. We got to surrender everything to him. And I believe at that moment in my life, I, I was, I was chasing him like, you know, just with, with great passion and hunger and thirst. And, you know, I believe that, you know, when it says that we got to delight ourselves in the Lord, God will give us the desires of our hearts. I believe as we delight ourselves in the Lord, that is you're drawing in to him. You're developing this intimacy with him. What he's doing is he's stripping out the old man and he's putting the new man in. I mean, we're new creatures in Christ when we give our lives to Jesus Christ. But I'm just saying, we still have that, that, that mind that needs to be renewed. And that renewing process, sometimes we have that selfish, self-centered desires. God takes those out and he starts planting his desires inside of us. So, you know, I believe that God knew that he was going to use business to form and shape me into who I am. So I just started envisioning the logo. I started envisioning, you know, just me doing business. I just started envisioning things, these things. So they started becoming real to me. And I'll never forget that I was sitting in a baseball game with my friend from church and we were just talking and he was a businessman. I said, Vaughn, I'm going to go into business. He said, oh, really? I said, yeah, I'm going to open up a, uh, a painting company. That's how I started. And so, you know, um, you know, I shared with him, I designed the logo, um, you know, I got into business. I hired a kid to really show me how to paint exteriors. I painted interiors as far as apartments. Um, so we started painting uh, ex exteriors. You know, I wasn't even a salesman as per se, but I I just knew to to, to develop a portfolio, develop a, a uh, you know, uh, you know, sit in front of the customer and show them how I paint their home. The whole nine yards, I had like a, a, a presentation like what painter has yeah. a a presentation to show the homeowner other than just a business card and and you scratch some numbers on right. the back and say, this is how much I'll pay you and this is the contract I knew how to do contracts I mean but what I'm saying is the Holy Spirit was leading guide me the whole entire way well long story short we we blew that company up in such a way that that um like towards the end because that was in Iowa I went to I got out of the military in Kentucky. Um, went to Iowa to go to college. And then, um, uh, no, you know, in 99, I sold that company and I moved back to Kentucky, back to the church that I gave my life to Jesus Christ to. Amen. But I'll never forget men sitting or uh, a man sitting in front of me. I was going to finish his uh, basement, uh, do the construction. Thing. We got into room additions, everything. And uh, he said, there's one thing I want you to know. I said, oh, okay. He says, that that uh, you are three thousand dollars higher than anybody else, but I'm going to sign this contract right now. I'm got. I, I was like, oh, okay. And I mean, I knew I was higher. I was always expensive, and um, he said to me, he says, "There's two things when I sell this house. I want to say that Accurate Development built it, and Good News Construction and Painting did the basement." And I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, that's pretty awesome," you know. 
but again, it's it's all God. It's all God that how He did that. But that's who that's what God did in those six years um, with that company. And I sold that company. I sold that company, and then I moved to uh, Kentucky. And then you know I got into real estate there as far as uh, mortgage lending, um, flipping homes, being a realtor. Um, and that was all the way up uh, up to me leaving for the Bishop Field. Amen. Hey, man, glory to God. That's awesome. Good news construction, too. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Good news construction painting. I remember a lady, she said, why would you name it Good News Construction Painting? It was actually my boss's wife, meaning the the, the apartment complex. And I just told her, I said that I just believe that the Lord, you know, uh, leads and guides, you know, us. And I want people to know that I'm going to offer them the good news. And she says, you shouldn't be uh, mixing the gospel with, with business. And little did she know, she worked for J.C. Penney's. J.C. Penney's has one of the most uh, marvelous stories. How the owner uh, gave ninety percent of his income away. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was a believer in Christ Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the story that I know. So yeah. you know, yeah. it's just important, as far as I know, that people know that I'm a believer in Christ, Amen. and I'm not one of these guys that promote pimps Jesus and says, "Hey, I'm yeah. a believer," but then I'm going to rip you off at the same time. You know, yeah. that just wasn't yeah. who I was. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know. Now living in a foreign land, I mean, I I've lived in a foreign land before. I lived three years total in Korea. Uh-huh. I married a Korean woman forty six years ago, and we're you know still together and and Amen. So I, Amen. I understand about living in living in a foreign land. It, it's enjoyable, exciting, and all that, but there are challenges. And, sure. And my unique calling is to minister to the people of my own land. We covered that and before we started the recording, you know, God specifically used Ezekiel chapter two and three to call me into the ministry. That, and now that has evolved into you know ministering to the world through the internet and help others mm-hmm. do the same. So I, I, I know, I love what I do despite the challenges and all that, but how does God give you his peace and knowing you are doing right now exactly what he needs you to be doing? How do you know that you know that you know? Yeah. Well, what it comes down to is this, is uh, if you ever read a book by Kenneth Hagin, it's called uh, How to Follow the uh how to follow the Holy Spirit or how to be led by the Holy Spirit. I don't remember the exact title. Yeah. I cut my teeth on that in the early 90s. And, uh, you know, the Bible clearly says that 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 God will give us peace. And see, peace should be a guiding post in our life. Amen. So early on, I learned or I knew of the, the need to follow peace. Now, um, you know, I'm not going to say that I was perfect, you know, in the nineties, but when in the two thousands, my wife and I was standing in Lowe's and I was, and, you know, I told her we got to learn to follow peace. That's the way that we, sh- that God will lead us. Cause Kenneth Hagin would teach that 95% of the way that God would lead us is through peace. And I like to tie joy into that as well, because joy is not, uh, it's not a circumstance. It's not, from circumstances or, or situations, that's happiness. Joy is you could be in joy in prison. You could have you could be literally in the middle of prison in Russia in the Gugals or whatever they call them, and you could have joy and peace because that's something of God. So, um, so we were standing in Lowe's and we were we were like, we're gonna do this peace thing. We're gonna follow this peace thing. So we need to have a, we need to buy a washer and a, uh, a dryer. So we're standing there and we go in front of one washer and dryer set. And we're like, do you have peace? Do you have peace? No, I don't really. You know, we're just like examining back and forth of, of trying to sense this peace in, in, in our hearts. 
So that's really the first time that we as spouse really, really started doing this. Now, when we bought our house and things like that, yes, we we try to follow peace. But it was like we were determined to follow this life of peace. So um, fast forward to getting into the mission field um, is, you know, because here's the thing, you know, prior mission field, I would call my wife and just say, hey, I found a new house we're going to buy. You know, I was just like hard uh, large and in charge, you know, this is my business. You do your thing as far as how you earn income. I'm going to do my thing. Um, so it was not like fully one, 100%, you know, uh, uh, making the decisions together. But once we got to the mission field, it was like, Hey, look, you know, I was totally stripped of my career. I was totally stripped of what I knew. I was being placed into something that I didn't know. And literally I was taking my wife in hand in hand saying, Okay, let's pray about this. Let's follow peace. But I tell you, fast forward 10 years later, that's that's what we do. And, and you know, if you don't mind, I'll just quickly explain. I, I kind of look at it as a stoplight. You know, you have your green light, your yellow light, and your stoplight. And so to me, when you have that silky feeling or perception, you don't even want to say feeling, but perception in your spirit. And again, some might say, I don't understand this. It's like riding a bike. Just just ride the bike and you're going to fall down and skin your knees. You're going to make some wrong decisions. You're going to think you had peace in the situation when you didn't. But it's going to be okay. Just allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. And, and soon you'll be able to identify this peace. So that silky green light or that silky perception is that green light. Go, 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 go. Then it's the yucky feeling. You just got this yucky feeling like I explained this morning. This morning, I was trying to write a, a blog on holiness, and it just wasn't right. It It's just not flowing. The Holy Spirit's not flowing. I'm not feeling right in my spirit. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it, Holy Spirit, because I prayed before I even started writing. I said, what do you want me to write on? And it's like, go back and look at your YouTube videos. And I'm like, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Boom, right there, peace. I'm like, I got it. It's just like that silky, right feeling. Then the final thing is the, the caution light. People are like, well, what's the caution light then? It's like you're not getting that silky perception of peace and you're not getting that yucky feeling like stop. You know, it's like you're just like you're in you're you're in cruise control. Well, what is a well, yellow light? Proceed with caution. So what I do is I say to people, you got to allow, you just got to continually to pray. And I, I'm and I'm gonna say on your show, pray in the spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to draw that wisdom from the throne room of God. Amen. He will speak to your spirit. Your spirit will speak Amen. to your mind. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Now I see I'm supposed to be going this direction, but let me just dial this in just a little bit more and just change the degree one degree. Bingo. You're going now in the right direction. Meaning it might have been just a couple little decisions you had to make like, okay, I get it. Don't do that, but do this, but still proceed forward and go in this direction. And then all of a sudden you'll get that green light or you might get that stoplight. No, you're you're going now you're going in the wrong direction. So it's just <laughs> you continue to pray and God will dial it into that green light. And he'll lead and guide you. So that's what I do in my life now. And there's many other little things of nuances that we can discuss that we have time. But um, that's predominantly what I follow. And I'm not saying I don't make mistakes, but I say this. I live a very peaceful, joyful life that has very little drama in it. Amen. Some people say that's boring, but 
I love it. Uh, yeah, amen, amen. It's better to to live like that than have the excitement of everything going wrong at one time. Oh yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. I, I can't <laughs> live that way. Yeah, amen. So, amen. Well, tell us about your podcast. Life is Jesus Christ. I love that name. I wish I. Oh well, thank that. you. So, but how long have you been podcasting? Okay, well, I've been podcasting six months. Life is amen. Jesus Christ has been in existence for twelve years. Um, uh, what it was is it was a Facebook page. We have like 677,000 followers on that wow. page, God. but, uh, you know, it was, is, is in the Christmas of 20, uh, 2022, I was at my daughter's house. We were there on, uh, you know, in, in, in the United States doing our rounds. And, uh, I was praying about uh, a source of income, you know, and, you know, trying to maybe develop a website in, kind of a secular website uh, for some teaching and training on how to do some things in business. And it just wasn't right. And so I, I kind of kept on feeling called or drawn into life as Jesus Christ. And so I brought my wife down, just kind of like what I explained. I prayed with her. I said, baby, we really need to pray this through. I really feel drawn in this direction. Um, you know, I don't know how you, how you feel about it. So we prayed. We said, you know what? We're going to walk away from this one idea. I even invested money in it. Um, and, but it was good training. It was good training. And, uh, so I was, uh, 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 continually praying this through. And I, again, it was about monetization. I was really wanting to monetize. And so, uh, I just got the plan of how God wanted me to structure the website and so forth. And it was really kind of even leaning more so in developing connections with pastors and ministers around the world through LinkedIn. I have this, you know, I, I, I got this system that I, I, I connect with people on, on LinkedIn and basically we're connected to over 700 pastors now around the world and developing nations. So what life is Jesus Christ is kind of a, um, a kind of a hybrid, so to speak. It's, it's a resource center for these pastors to where they can go and download content, digital content, uh, because they're crying out for this content. Uh, my wife writes children's curriculum. She writes, uh, we put that on there for them to be able to download, utilize that. Uh, and then I, I provide, uh, Bible study outlines, uh, sermon outlines and so forth. But then it kind of evolved into, uh, inspiration because, you know, years ago, someone prophesied over my life that you're an exhorter, you're an, ins you're an inspiration to people. And so see, that's really where, where I want to just really, I hunger and I chase for is to inspire people to run the race in Christ, to live yeah. a better life than what you're doing. And I'm not saying that in judgment. I'm saying that, that, that God has an amazing life for all of us. I'm not saying that, you know, we're not going to face circumstances. I'm not going to say that we're not going to face challenges because we will. But what I'm saying is, is when you can go with it in a different mindset, it's just like, it's a speed bump to you instead of a wall you know, yeah, uh, when we face amen. these circumstances. So the podcast, the videos and the blog is really all centered around focused on inspiring people to live their best. And now, amen. you know, I, I've, I'm getting done with my series of, of, of developing intimacy. God, my next, uh, the, the next project I'm working on is, is on how to follow the plan and purpose of God for their life and how to hear the Holy spirit, how to follow the Holy spirit, so that's the next project I'm working on. And then the next project after that is how to overcome, how to overcome temptation. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people are in sin. I'm 
one that was once just bound in sin, even as a believer in Christ, I didn't know how to get out of sin. And then just through seeking God, getting help, you know, uh, reading the word, reading books, it really came down to this. It's not a sin issue. It's a, it's that you you're skipping over another thing is you're losing the battle and the temptation. If you can figure out how to be free and, and victor, victorious in the temptation process, you don't even get into the sin process. So that's another area that I'm going to get into. Praise God. Amen. That's a lot awesome. to say, buddy. Yeah, amen. How often do you release new episodes? Uh, I, I try to release a new episode once a week. Uh, and then the blog once a week and then, you know, um, yeah, we, yeah. Blog and episodes once a week. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Sean, this has been so interesting. If someone would like more information on you and your ministry or possibly like to get you on an interview like this, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Just life is Jesus Christ.com. Uh, at the top, it says let's connect. So, uh, you know, whatever it may be, I'm open for webinars. You might say that a men's Bible study, we can do a webinar. Um, you know, I, I even travel the United States. I got speaking engagements next month. So I, I can be a guest speaker at a seminar in your church, whatever it may be. Um, or you might say, hey, I'm a podcaster. I want you on, you know, just connect. Uh, just like I said, just let's connect uh, some information there at the bottom. You can uh, message me. Amen. And you also have a support page on your website for the ministry work. Amen. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay. Well, thank Amen. you. Amen. Folks, the work like Sean Paul is doing is vital to fulfilling the Lord's command to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, right? It is vitally important that we support ministries like Morningstar Ministries and folks just like Sean Paul. Amen. And you've heard me say before, every person, every believer is called into ministry. There are those that go, like Sean Paul. There's those that help, like we're helping him get the word out right now. It could be a ministry that helps at your church or short-term mission trips and things like that. And then there's the most important ministers of all, those that send those that go. That's the finance ministry. It costs money to preach the gospel. You Man. may not think it does, but believe me, it costs money. And you may not be called to go or to help those that go. If that's the case, you're definitely called into the send the ministry uh, finances to, to the ministers that go. And folks like Amen. Sean Paul cannot fulfill their calling without support from folks just like you. Amen. Every person Sean and his team wins to the Lord, you get the same credit as if you were on the ground with them. Amen. Why? Because you're fulfilling your calling in ministry. So he was able to fulfill his calling in ministry. Both of you mm -hmm. are being called by God. Uh, don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Glory to God. Drop down the show notes. Reach out to Sean Paul right now. Right now, while you're thinking about it, go to his website by clicking the links below and click on that donate tab right there. Amen. Any offering can be multiplied multiple times over by the Lord. If every person listening to me right now just pledged $1 a month for the next year, do you realize how much that would impact Sean Paul's ministry over the next year? Praise God. Amen. Click the links Amen. down below right like now. <laughs> Reach out to Sean right now. Sean, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the program today and share all about the great work the Lord has you doing for him down in Guatemala and around the world. Praise God. Thank you for sharing all this. Well, thank you so much for being on. It was awesome just to be here and just, you know, inspire people for Jesus. Yeah, amen. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. Praise God. It's been good. For Sean Paul and myself, Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. 
Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.